Welcome everybody to Corn Free Millennial. This is episode 10. Keep it simple. I'm your host, Mac, and we're switching it up a little bit moving forward. If you're listening right now, you're not going to be able to see this, but I'm actually on video. I thought it'd be nice to put a face to the name. And moving forward, I look to put out some more video content because I feel like, you know, this message is an incredibly personal message when we talk about porn recovery. And I oftentimes feel like it helps out a lot when you get to know someone a little bit better. And what better way to get to know somebody is to actually see, you know, what they look like, their facial expressions, things like that. So we're going to give it a shot, see how it goes. So I'm excited. Uh, But anyways, uh, it's been about a month since my last podcast. I failed a little bit with my uh, resolution to do them every other week. I've been putting out more contact or content and writing uh, on my Substack, and I've been meaning to put out this podcast. I'd feel like now for like two weeks, but it's been busy. It's been busy, and that's kind of where I wanted to start the podcast uh, and set the stage. So you know, obviously, it's the new year. Happy New Year! Hope you had a great celebration. And uh, you know, I feel like every start of the new year, when you listen to podcasts that uh, you know kind of follow the calendar you're always going to get some kind of like New Year's resolution topic podcast. Uh, I wanted to deviate from that a little bit because I feel like resolutions uh, typically don't last that long and it needs to be a little bit deeper. So we're going to be talking about keeping it simple today. And I really wanted to start before I, I dove into, you know, the topic of keeping it simple and what that means, at least to me and what that could mean to you. So I want to start with a story. Uh, so I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, how my year ended, how it began, and kind of where I was at, uh, I would say, like last year, ending it, and then where I started this year. I think that's going to help provide a little bit of context for what we're going to talk about today. So uh, I think in my, my last podcast, I talked about the relapse that I went through. Uh, and relapse, if we're talking about corn recovery, that's like if you fall back uh, and go backwards on your recovery. So that means that you you know, looked at porn, you masturbated, uh, you went basically over like red lines that you've set in the sand. For me, definitely uh, like masturbation and looking at porn are red lines for me. Could be different from you, but that's for me, like what my recovery looks like. You know, there's other aspects of that, but those are like red lines. So those are... Uh, red lights, uh, and those are lines in the sand that, you know, I'm not going to cross. You know, for me, when I cross those, that is a relapse, and I have to reset, you know, my sobriety. So uh, in October, uh, I'm trying to remember the date offhand, but it was about around October 20th. Uh, you know, I was nearing, I believe, nine months or a little bit over nine months of sobriety. And uh, really just like let a lot of negativity creep in. Uh, I went on a country ride road trip over the summer in the RV that I purchased in March. And I purchased that RV in March after I finalized a divorce after a five-year marriage. So last year was a really crazy time for me. Uh, It was a really difficult year. Uh, But I bought this RV 
And with this RV, uh, I've gone on a lot of different trips. Uh, and then the big trip was really going from Colorado all the way down to the Florida Keys. Uh, along the way, went through probably about 14, 15 different states. Uh, saw a lot of family, a lot of friends. It was absolutely awesome. Made some new friends. Uh, met a lot of strangers. Had a lot of great conversations. And it was really like a healing trip for me. I feel like I really needed that. Uh, and then I got back home mid-September. And I've been in Colorado ever since. Uh, I've been crashing on and off at my parents' house uh, just, you know, as a home base uh, with my RV because I can park it here, which is awesome. Uh, appreciate that, mom and dad. Uh, but uh, with that being said, uh, it was a little bit of a change of pace for me coming back home after this amazing road trip that was about, you know, close to four months long over the summer uh, leading into fall. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a change of routine for me. Uh, I, I, I feel like I, I didn't really quite adapt as well. You know, I think the first few weeks, weekends, I got back. I had a lot of things planned with friends and family, which was great. Uh, but then I started to get into a little bit of a lull, I'd say a, a funk, a depressive state to where really just started to think about a lot of negative things, uh, a lot of guilt, a lot of shame. Uh, if you haven't listened to the podcast, a part of the reason why I started this uh, is because, you know, porn, I think, was, a, you know, a big part of the divorce. Uh, you know, my immaturity handling it, uh, not being honest about it, uh, you know, not really truly understanding uh, how big of an issue uh, it was for me. And I brought that into the marriage and didn't quite handle it maturely uh, throughout the marriage. You know, I sought help. I've uh, been going to the same therapist now for, I'd say, close to two years. And then I have also have a uh, porn-free coach mentor, I like to call him. His name is Vern Tomke. He has a uh, course online, uh, which we'll, we'll dig into a little bit in today's topic. And he also has a great podcast called Finding Traction. He's a fantastic man, a mentor, and I uh, owe a lot to him just with, uh, you know, we talk bi-weekly. Lots of great advice there. Uh, so anyways, uh, long story short, uh, that caused, uh, you know, the porn and, and not being honest about it and not really handling it maturely really caused some some massive trust issues, some hurt uh, uh, that really couldn't be healed, uh, you know, at least just working through things. So that's why, you know, there's other things as well. But that, that, I think that was a central part of, you know, why things ended. And it was really sad and really difficult to go through. I never really expected that to happen in life. Uh, so why I share that is uh, because that's the reason I'm doing this podcast. I want to share you know, my story, uh, my experiences with other people. If I can help you, I want to help you. You know, If you're going through something in your marriage or a relationship or you're single but you're struggling with porn, uh, I hope this can help you. <laughs> really. I mean, that that's the main point of this. It's not to shame anybody. I mean, gosh, if you did a poll of how many men have looked at porn or still look at porn, uh, you'd probably be, you know, 80, 90% at least, at least people still looking at it. And then uh, probably 99.7% <laughs> that have looked at it before in their life, or at least have seen, you know, nude images, things like that. Uh, you know, women, I, I can't really speak for women as much, but I do know women struggle with this too. So if you're a woman listening to this podcast, hey, hats off to you. Hats off to you. Uh, you know, we're all one big family here, a uh, recovery family. So like I was saying, you know, I, I'm putting this out here to help people. 
uh, because I think my story and I think sharing can really help with this problem. I call it a problem because it really does uh, go to the root of you as a person. Uh, it's something that, at least for me growing up, uh, you know, I think I was first exposed to around 10 and it really became pretty big issue, you know, when I was a teenager going into college, I knew it wasn't right for me. I grew up in a Christian household. So some of those values, of course, are there where, you know, it's not right to do that. Uh, it goes against my faith. Uh, but I think there's also something in there where I just felt like, you know, this isn't really right. This doesn't seem right. You know, looking at people like this and these compromising, you know, angles and positions and, um, you know, it, it, for me, right, I, I think I, you, you, you deep down know that there's something wrong with it. There's a dehumanization factor, a objectification factor, and you just don't, you can't quite put your uh, name on it, uh, finger on it, so to speak. It, it's just there, but of course it's very addictive. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's super, you know, it, it, it's, it's super gripping, you know, when you see it, it's hard to, to pull back. It, it pulls you in. Uh, you know, because uh, women and and men, I am speaking from a heterosexual point of view as a straight man, but I mean, I feel like women are beautiful. God made women very beautiful uh, and appealing, right, uh, to men, uh, you know, sexually, to, to pass on the genes, uh, of course, uh, that's a part of our DNA, but uh, I think that 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 God made a uh, beautiful creation in women. So I think that's naturally in men uh, like myself, you know, like when you see a beautiful woman, you know, you appreciate that. But with porn, there's a there's a difference there. It's 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 not as much of an appreciation. It's more of a selfish, uh, in my opinion, a, a selfish venture where you're going in there for your needs, your sexual needs, your sexual desires. That person turns into an object. So, uh, those is a continuance of, you know, where, where I was, uh, what happened, uh, you know, that, that caused me to do this podcast, you know, why I'm sharing my story and why I want to help you. Cause I do see that it's a problem. And I do think that talking to people about it, uh, it's a topic that no one wants to talk about ever. It's not, you're going to talk about this at the dinner table with your family or, yeah, at Christmas, uh, but I have a rare ability to be able to talk about this with anybody. So I think that's why I'm doing this. I think I can help. Uh, so that's a little bit of a background for you. Uh, if, if this is your first time seeing this or listening, uh, or if you've listened before, uh, you know, uh, just a little refresher. So uh, I had my relapse starting in October, and then it was really hard to get like a day or two in sobriety just felt awful felt absolutely awful did not want to get out of bed it was a real struggle uh you could interview my parents or people around me uh just was like night and day different just was not the same person and i just really fell off for a little bit you know it was just really hard to get my feet back on the ground and then uh i was able to regain my sobriety uh, like i like i think i was saying a, a month and nine days sober now and I was about, I was, I was really able to regain my sobriety, uh, that, that time ago. Uh, but I'd say the holidays, uh, especially like Christmas and then the new years, that was bringing in a lot of memories of the past. 
and then memories that really hurt me to my core because you know it's kind of these things that you think about where you're like i'm never going to be able you know to experience that with that person again uh you know I'm, I'm not with anybody for this holiday season i'm alone and you just feel this guilt you feel this shame it's just like this big cloud hanging over you and uh that was really starting to creep in uh like christmas week it's really started it was really hard just to feel like I'm, i was having consistent days it just it was just really difficult and uh you know i think i went on one or two little mini trips after i got back from my big trip in the fall or when i got back in the fall from from my big trip in the summer and those trips really helped me those little mini trips and i i think i was thinking about it as i was coming into this holiday season i was like wow like I need to get out on the road again. I need to get out. I need to go on a little adventure. Uh, that's how I want to, to end my year. And that's how I want to start my year is getting outside, reconnecting with this lifestyle that I started to develop for myself, you know, getting out in my RV, going off grid, fishing, being with my dogs, eating fresh trout, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's just the thing that makes me happy. That's what puts me in my flow state. So went out before New Year's uh, and I ended up being out in the mountains of Colorado, I think for eight, eight or nine days and uh, ended up fishing a ton, ice fishing. Oddly enough, they did not bite during the day. I've never targeted trout at night, but I was absolutely just slaying it at night. I was catching about seven or eight fish a night and, uh, bringing home, you know, the legal bag limit, cooking them for me and the dogs. And, uh, that really just brought me back, brought me back. Uh, I think I've talked before, you know, I, I check in with my brother, my little brother about every day. Uh, that's a part of our recovery together. And he was telling me, he's like, you sound like a, you sound like your old self. You sound completely different than, you know, where you were at. And, uh, you know, why I share that it was, uh, I knew I needed to get back to being simple again. Uh, I think uh, just putting, just had so many thoughts going through my head when I got back home. Sorry about that, a little bit of water there. And uh, I had always so many thoughts like when I got back home after this big trip, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I got to do all this stuff. You know, I want to get my YouTube channel going. I, I want to get my sub stack. I want to get my podcast going. And I like wasn't doing it. Like I wasn't actually doing the things that I wanted to do. And I think I was just overcomplicating everything uh, because I didn't really have any systems in place. Uh, those kind of went by the wayside after my trip because on my trip, uh, things were more or less organized. You know, I had a place I'd stay for, you know, about a week and then I'd move to the next place. And I had a routine going that really worked for me. Uh, and it was cool. I was seeing like new places just about every week. Uh, I was in a new state probably every two weeks and, uh, you know, just always had some activity to do. Fishing was always just something that I could just do if I didn't have anything else going on or walking the dogs in some beautiful place, uh, lots of forests, things like that. And, uh, all the while, if you're curious, I was working out of my RV too. I have a full-time job, uh, using Starlink internet and, uh, it worked phenomenally. So that's just a, a little bit of background, uh, living full-time in the RV. Like right now I'm taking a little bit of a break because of the weather and like the holidays, I had to get a knee surgery. 
But with that being said, um, you know, when I was out there, I was able to work and then after work, do something fun, got home, you know, family, friends, all that. But then once it died down a little bit, kind of started to get a little lazy, a little bit, uh, I would say, uh, started to procrastinate on things. And, uh, you know, I think that led to the, to the relapses for sure. And then it started to lead me back into that feeling towards the end of the year where I was like, if I don't change something, you know, I might relapse again just because I really don't have anything in place. You know, I'm, it's just too complicated. I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants. So uh, that brings me to the word simple. So what I'd like to ask you is if you could do like one word to sum up this year for you, 2024, like what you're working towards in your life, like what you want your life to be, what is it? What is it? Ask yourself that right now. Maybe write it down on a piece of paper. Think about it. It doesn't have to be right away. Uh, something that I was thinking about while I was, it was kind of like a natural thing. And like why I went on this trip was I was thinking about the word simple. Uh, 2023 was not a simple year for me. Like I said, went through a divorce, bought an RV, went on a road trip, started a YouTube channel, started a podcast, started a sub stack, um, you know, racked up some credit card debt, uh, you know, all, all those things was not a simple year for me. It was a complicated year. Uh, you know, I ended up on top, I feel like of the year, you know, got through a lot of things that could have gone really wrong. Uh, you know, the divorce ended amicably, all that stuff. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm still here. I'm doing well, getting good health, but all things considered, oh my gosh, super complicated. So that's why going into this year, I'm like, man, I don't need any of that. I need to simplify things. Uh, so that's my word for the year is simple. Keep it simple. Now you might have a different phrase, but let's just go with mine for a little bit. So when I say simple, uh, what I want to bring in really quick, and if you're on, if you're not on uh, video here, you're going to go ahead and see, uh, you can go, oh, sorry, you can go ahead and see my Substack. It's called uh, Wednesday Wisdom Active Commitments. I posted that on January 3rd of this year. So that was like my first, I think that was my first post of the new year. And I went through active commitments. So active commitments is a great way to keep it simple. So that's what we're going to go through for the rest of the talk here. So I'm going to share my screen really quick. Okay. Here we go. I'm a boomer, so I'm using Zoom. Well, it's young kids doing something else, but I'm just going to what I'm used to at work. All right. So uh, if you're not looking at the screen, follow along on my sub stack. Again, it's uh, Wednesday Wisdom Active Commitments, Porn Free Millennial. Uh, and I can put this in the show notes too. But uh, if you're watching the screen here, we've got our active commitments. And there's four quadrants that we're going to talk about. Physical spiritual, relational, and passion. So when I say simple, this is a very simple way to organize your recovery. It's a very simple way to focus on really key aspects of your life. And as you can see here, or if you're not looking right now, the middle 
of this of these quadrants the four all four quadrants touch the center circle which is your recovery so what that means it's it's a holistic approach hate to break it to you but porn recovery is not you avoiding porn it's you moving towards things in life it's you more moving towards goals you actively pursuing your commitments to maintain and to grow that's what it's all about it's holistic 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 healing holistic growth if you're not doing all of these that leaves an opportunity potentially to relapse back and to reset so really the purpose of this uh, active commitments check-in is to check in with yourself or with a partner, accountability partner, how you're actively pursuing your recovery. And it could be, hey, this week, this month, I like to dial it down to days with my little brother. Uh, we kind of do more of a fast check-in, which I, we can hit on that at a different time. I did do a fast check-in podcast, which I believe is episode, I think it was six, six or seven. It's called Fast Check-Ins. And I also wrote about it too on my Substack. Fast Check-Ins is kind of more of a formula to do every day uh, where you can check in. Uh, F is for feeling a is for active commitments, which you're going to talk about today. S is for sobriety or like slips that you've had. And there's two T's. One's for threats to your sobriety. And then T is for the other T's for tools. So what tools are you using to combat those threats? This is uh, your active commitments here. And... Uh, I do check in with my little brother every day and we do fast check-ins uh, with my mentor, Vern, Vern Tomke. Again, Finding Traction is a great podcast. We do uh, this check-in bi-weekly where he asks me, hey, how are you doing with your physical health? How are you doing spiritually? How are you doing relationally? And uh, how are you doing with your passions, your passion projects? And then overall, how are you doing with your recovery? I'd say that's something similar to that uh, I do with my therapist when we talk bi-weekly is we'll typically score one out of 10, how you're doing. And it's almost exactly like this as to where he's asking me, how am I doing emotionally? How am I doing spiritually? How am I doing physically? You know, how am I doing, you know, with uh, my relationships with others? So it is pretty much almost exact. So I do feel like this is a great way to break down and keep things simple this year for your active commitments. So really quick, we're just going to go into it, uh, you know, one by one. I'm going to share a little bit about me and what my commitments are this year. And uh, while I'm talking, you know, take some notes, think about, you know, what you want to do this year uh, for, you know, how you want to live into these active commitments. So we'll first just start with physical. So the question would be, if you're checking in with yourself on a weekly basis or on an accountability partner, someone that you trust that you talk, can talk to about this stuff, you know, how did I take care of and strengthen my body this week? And typically, and I'm sharing my screen right now, the article, but you know, typically this is, this might be linked to some kind of goal. That's a little bit more out there. So basically you have your commitment 
And that's typically going to be linked out to maybe a bigger goal that you want to do. So for physical, uh, you know, part of my goal is to drop some weight. Uh, I got up to 252, 252 pounds. That's closer to the highest I've ever weighed. I think the highest I ever weighed was 260. You know, I'm a, I'm a meaty guy. Uh, you know, I consider myself athletic. 250 is a little heavy for me, a little too thick, uh, kind of Kylo Ren thick for all you millennials out there that might get that joke. That's kind of how I was feeling. And uh, my goal is to get from 252 all the way down to 215 by September 2024. And uh, I think when I wrote it at the time, uh, this article, it was already, I think, a week after uh, my initial uh, weight, which was 252 on December 26th. And I was down to 244. I'm happy to say now I'm down. I got down to 238, and then I, I gained a little bit back. So I'm right around 240. So I've lost 12 pounds so far. So I'm on my goal. Uh, but that's the big goal is lose weight. And part of the goal and part of what you want to write down, maybe if you have a bigger goal for each of these categories is, you know, why do you want to get to this goal? And physically, you know, I want to get down to 215 because it's going to allow for a clear mind. I'm going to feel more confident. And, uh, you know, I really want to get back to running, uh, playing basketball, maybe playing some rugby and just doing activities such as like hiking, you know, and things like that. Uh, I'm in Colorado. We like to climb mountains here. We call them 14ers. We love to get up to some 14ers and climb them, but I want to feel good when I do it. Uh, like I was saying, I had a knee surgery, uh, back in the day, uh, sorry, back in the day, a month ago, a month ago, back in the day. That's so last year. Right. And, um, with that being said, uh, sorry, my laptop's like freaking out right now, making noises. Uh, with that being said, though, you know, to get down to that weight, I have to have some commitments, right? I have to have some active commitments. And these are going to be the things that you're going to check in on. So getting in bed by 10, Sunday through Thursday, with the goal of sleeping seven to eight hours, eight to 10,000 steps per day, three to five active workouts of at least 45 minutes per week. This is going to vary a little bit when I'm in my RV, because, you know, when I'm in the city, I actually have a gym membership. Uh, which, you know, I like to use, but then when I'm on the road, I don't have a gym. So, you know, that's incorporating kettlebells, resistance bands, going on running hikes, and then just being active. You know, like when I went out, fly, when I went out ice fishing, I kind of counted that as being active, uh, because you have to drill the holes, you got to pull your sled. I actually used an e-bike, which was kind of fun of that actually probably didn't burn as many calories, but it made things a lot easier. Um, but hopefully you catch a drift. I'm setting a uh, commitment to say, hey, three to five active workouts uh, per week. Also, something I'm doing uh, is 90 days of the carnivore diet. So basically for me, like I don't do great with uh, carbs. I feel like the or like grains, gluten, that kind of thing. Um, you know, typically yeah, I do love just having a nice steak. I typically eat more meat and more protein uh, than probably normal people <laughs> that have a balanced diet. And uh, I was gaining weight because I think I was mixing that with bread, uh, mixing that with beer, with drinks. 
So uh, the 90 days of carnivore, you know, it's, I don't think it's going to be permanent. I can't see myself not eating like fruit or like avocados. Uh, but so far, so good. I'm 23 days into it. And like I said, lost 12 pounds. So it's been working for me. Uh, I feel like it's it's really just kind of fit within, you know, what I like to do, eating less meals, all of that. Getting good sleep, uh, you know, if I'm not staying up trying to write articles and things like that. And then last of all, 90 days alcohol free. So I saw that as another thing as well, just for my health to take a break from alcohol. So I'm also 23 days alcohol free there. And that's felt great. So uh, all in all, those are physical. My big physical goal, right, is to lose weight. And then I have active commitments to reach those. Now, am I going to hit those active commitments all the time? Already I have built in my head that probably not. Things are going to happen. Uh, like if I don't get great sleep, uh, I might, or if it's zero degrees or negative 10 out, which it was the last few days in Colorado, I might not get that full eight to 10 steps per day. To me, uh, you know, these are really good commitments that I can check in on with my mentor, you know, that I can bring up when I'm talking to my brother. When you're doing like a daily fast check-in, you're talking about active commitments, and like I have to go through every single one of these. Uh, I might t- I might touch on a few of them that really stand out to me, but they're definitely in my mind when I'm talking to my brother every day. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to do better at going to bed on time. I need to do better at getting to the gym. These are things that stick with you. And what I want to say is, you know, at least for me, um, I have a hard time sometimes beating myself up. Uh, that's been a part of this too, is just keeping it simple enough to where these are achievable commitments that I can do. Uh, And then if I don't achieve them, at least I have a confidence that I can get back on my feet and get back to it, you know, the next day, the next week. I really strongly urge you when you're making your goals, your commitments, you know, don't go super crazy. Again, keep it simple. Keep it to things that, you know, start simple. Keep it to things that you can achieve. If you start with things that are just out of this world, uh, it's not going to, it's not going to help you. Uh, and again, uh, these commitments, these goals are things to, to better your life. These are holistic things to move towards, to better your health, you know, and, uh, that's your health spiritually, physically with relationships and with your passions. So that's our physical goal there. Now we're going to move on to spiritual goal. So I'm a Christian, uh, so you know, my overarching goal with spiritual is a daily focus on my connection with Jesus Christ and then just centering my life through him. So what do those commitments look like? Uh, continuing to attend in person or virtually uh, my men's Bible study group. So that's every Tuesday. I go to Flatirons Church in Colorado. It's a great church. Uh, you can definitely follow them online. They have a podcast, uh, Spotify, uh, YouTube, if you're looking, it's a non-denominational church, but I've been uh, going with them on and off probably now for like seven years. Uh, I really think the pastor's awesome and uh, you know, love what they have to say. So I just throw a pitch there. I'm never afraid to talk about it because I think it's a great church. So anyways, I have a Bible study. These guys are great guys. Uh, we've been meeting with each other now for probably four or five years now pretty much the same core group of guys. I moved out of uh, the Denver area for a little bit uh, when my ex and I bought a house. So I stopped seeing them for a little bit. 
but then since I've been back, uh, I've been uh, with them. Uh, we typically go every Tuesday. So that's been really helpful. Uh, just a great group of guys that you can share things with and, and study the Bible with. Um, another commitment is worship each Sunday service on either online or in person. So I'm going to give a shout out to my mentor, Vern. He's also a pastor. So he, he kind of gave me a kick in the butt about three weeks ago. And he said, hey, man, like, you know, you're doing well with the Bible study and, you know, getting into the word and all that. But, you know, when's the last time you've actually physically gone to church? And, you know, of course, I pull out the excuse. Well, you know, I've been on road trips and blah, blah, blah. But uh, I, I got the message of, a, hey, you know, you need to go to church. You need to you need to go in the building and connect with people and uh, be around people. So I'm happy to say the last two weeks since I got back from my ice fishing trip, I've uh, been going to church in the building and uh, it's been fantastic. I've been actually able to go with my parents and uh, it's been really cool. So I really love doing that. But that's a commitment. You know, if I'm out of, out of state or if I'm out of town, just make sure that I'm going, uh, you know, online because there's no really, there's no excuses there really. Uh, read a Bible verse each day through the YouVersion Bible app. Uh, do at least five meditations through the Lectio 365 app each week. It does a morning and a evening meditation uh, where it'll pick a verse of the Bible, the app will, and uh, it's it's kind of cool. Uh, I, I do like to do a lot of yoga and stuff, and this kind of reminds me of like the meditations you do where there's uh, a meditation kind of opening and then closing, uh, you know, which in the evening and in the morning that has to do with uh, a belief in Christ and the Bible. So I really like that. There's times where they'll tell you to close your eyes, you know, lay down, and uh, that really puts me in a good mindset. And then just pray daily. That's another, that's kind of the last commitment I have here. Aim to be aware of God's creations all around me and to be grateful for what I have and give glory to him. So spiritually, you know, my, my main goal is a daily focus, my connection with Christ. And those are the commitments uh, that I will maintain and aim to maintain, you know, if I fall to uh, meet that goal. All right. Relational goal. We're halfway there. So this one's a little bit broad. I mean, I'm kind of, this is this is more or less kind of keeping it status quo for me because I, I feel like I have a really good balance with family and friends. But relational goal for me is just to continue to maintain strong ties, you know, with my family, and with my friends. I feel like uh, really close to my parents, you know, with my siblings. And then I have good friends I've known for a really long time here in Colorado and outside of Colorado. So it's a good balance, you know. Uh, so a lot of my friends, you know, are married and some have kids. So it, 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 with timing and everything, it, it's kind of nice. Uh, we, we see each other, but it's not like all the time to where, you know, it's uh you, you get a little tired of each other, whatever. It's just perfect for me. But uh, my commitments there are continuing daily check-ins with my little brother. So what we do is we share voice memos on, we have both of uh, iPhones. So we'll send voice memos to each other. It typically lasts like five to 10 minutes where we'll each, like, I'll share my fast check-in with him. He'll listen to it. He'll respond for, like, the first part of his check-in to mine, you know, maybe with some suggestions or tips or just feedback in general. And then he'll share his check-in with me. And then I'll send one more back to say, hey, you know, I listen to yours and here's what I have to say. And that is great because if you are having a hard day, it can really help you. 
So I really, 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 really strongly, strongly, strongly suggest that you get that in your life. Um, some kind of accountability, some way to check in. It could be online, it could be over the phone, in person. Uh, that is one of the keys to recovery is to have a relationship with somebody to where you're not just in it alone. You're not in it alone and you're listening. So I think that's a thought in your head that I don't want to be alone. I, I need somebody in my corner. I'm definitely in your corner. Uh, you also need, though, somebody that knows you that can help you. Uh, also, uh, what I was going to say, uh, again, to plug Vern, he has a website, which it's in my uh, – I'm going to click on it really quick. It's in my uh, sub stack. And I can put it in my uh, description too, in my link it. But it's called bandofbrothers.care. And then you go to Regular Joe's, and he's got a whole 52-week course called Traction that you can do. So I'm in that course right now. I think I'm like week 27 or 28. And uh, it's great. Go at your own pace. And uh, he's a great mentor. So I just want to plug that again is, you know, for some reason, if uh, – you don't feel comfortable with that with with people that are close in your life and sharing that with them. Uh, this is just another way where you could actually work with somebody that's an expert has been doing it for a while. He's done marriage counseling. He's been a pastor for a while. Uh, he's uh, a Canadian too. So Canadians are really kind people and he's a Dallas Cowboys fan. So, you know, I had to check in on him a couple of days ago with that loss. But if you're a Cowboys fan, you can definitely, uh, you know, bemoan, uh, your uh, <laughs> your team with him. And if, if you're not a Cowboys fan, maybe if you're an Eagles fan or a Packers fan, just don't bring it up and just forget I said anything. Uh, so just wanted to check that in. Uh, just having that relationship is huge, uh, you know, with somebody. So uh, also on my page, if you're, if you're looking, if you're watching the video, so I've got Fast Check-Ins, the article that I mentioned earlier, and then Fast Check-Ins podcast. Uh, that's a really good one to go back to and listen to. Other parts of the relationship goal. So continue with my men's group, uh, bi-weekly coaching with Vern, bi-weekly therapy sessions. And I try to do like have Vern one week and then the next week have my therapist. And that really is a great balance for me because then each week, you know, I'm working on myself. I'm, I have some homework and uh, they just always uplift me when I have these meetings. They're about an hour long and I just feel great afterwards because I, I feel like I'm holding myself accountable and we're able just to talk through some really good topics. Uh, continue to attend family events and spend quality time with my parents and siblings. So that's just great. I mean, that's like something that, uh, you know, you realize, I think you go through divorces, you just, uh, I'm lucky enough to be able to spend, you know, that time with my family and uh, my friends and my, my siblings. So uh, that's just been really great. And it's just making sure that, you know, I don't lose track of that. Last but not least, we got our passion goal. Passion, passion, passion. So what are you passionate about? What really uh, makes you happy? What are things that you do in your life where you're like, man, like time just flew by so fast? Uh, those are the things I want you to think about. Uh, what are your passions? This is a huge part of it. So you've got your physical health. You've got your spiritual health. You've got your relationships. And then you got your passions, Okay. This is huge. When you're not focusing on your passions, it can really eat away at you. And porn thrives off of uh, 
off of these negative feelings that we have. These negative feelings pop up so much, you know, when we don't have the passions going on in our life. We feel like we're just going through the motions. So this one I really wanted to hit on. You could tell with my passionate voice that I am passionate about this. So uh, here's a big goal of mine. So work hard to create valuable content to help people in their road of recovery from porn. And I want to do that through my Substack. Uh, I want to do that through my podcast and grow my audience. Like I, I, I'd like to hopefully spread this message to as many people as I can. If you like it, if you know somebody, please share. Uh, you know, I, I think hopefully uh, this message, when you hear it, can help uh, inspire you, inspire others. Uh, maybe have help something click that hasn't clicked before. Because I'm telling you. Uh, Listen to Vern's podcast, Finding Traction. There's another one called Porn Free Millennial. or sorry, That's my podcast. Porn Free Radio uh, with Matt Dobshoots. That was the first podcast I ever listened to with porn recovery. And fantastic podcast. Absolutely fantastic. That guy is uh, phenomenal. And that's Porn Free Radio. And uh, him and Vern collaborate too on episodes. So uh, it's a really cool community of people. Uh, but uh, you know, it's another podcast, uh, I would recommend, uh, but you know, I'd like to grow my own audience. I think, uh, you know, I have some things to say as I'm going through recovery, that's a part of, you know, what makes me, uh, you know, maybe a little bit different when you're listening uh, to others versus me is I'm kind of going through it right now, pretty fresh and, uh, you know, went through a divorce pretty fresh. So this is more like how it would be if you were just talking to someone, like a friend or a family member uh, that that may, maybe is your accountability partner and what they're going through. Uh, I've been in recovery now, I, I'd say at least for four years. Uh, the sobriety, you know, that, that can, that, that can reset at times, but I have been on the road reco recovery for a while. I've been doing this stuff. So I, I feel like I do have some good authority and experiences I can share with you. So my goal, just to put it in concrete, would be to get to 100 Substack sub subscribers by the end of the year. Uh, right now, I think I'm at 29 since I started in May. Uh, I'd like to get to 2,500 total podcast downloads. I haven't put this on X or really YouTube too much, uh, so I'd like to grow that those bases too. But uh, I think right now I'm a little bit above like 450, 460 uh, podcast downloads. So I think like getting to 2,500, a little bit lofty, uh, but I, I started my podcast back in May. So I think with a full year ahead of me, hopefully I can spread the message. And, uh, you know, if, if you find value, please share as well. I'd really appreciate it. I also have a YouTube channel. It's called Colorado Mac. Uh, I have a, I think a TikTok too, if you have TikTok. And then uh, on X, I'm trying to put some videos up on there. But that's more of like me traveling in my RV and using that to help motivate and inspire people. I feel like my trip was just so beneficial for me and my health. And uh, I think everyone just needs to go on an adventure at some point. And for me, that was getting in the RV and driving across the country and then working out of it, living out of it. And that's probably going to be my lifestyle for a little bit. And, uh, you know, I want to film it and uh, share. And uh, so that's another passion of mine. I think right now I'm at, well, let's see, 129 subscribers. I'd like to also get to 500 there uh, by the end of the year. And then uh, also just like want to focus, last but not least, besides like the 
Horn Free Millennial podcast and writing, and then the Colorado Mac YouTube channel. Uh, I'd like to focus on fishing and hunting. I love to fish and hunt. Uh, those are passions of mine. Ice fishing was the best call I could have made to end my year in the beginning. Just had an absolute blast doing that. And then that holistically kind of ties into this, right? Because that, that's part of my story is, is telling you about that. And then it weaves in as well to my YouTube channel where I just made a short film called uh, Sweet Solitude that uh, goes over that time in my life where I wasn't feeling that great to end the year. And I was able to turn that around. So uh, if you'd like, check that out. I can put that in the notes as well if you wanted to you know, watch a video like that, show you a little bit of a glimpse of my life and what I do. But with that being said, you know, these are goals and commitments uh, to, you know, ensure that I have a strong recovery. And that's what I want to challenge you on, uh, you know, to end today is think about these four aspects, these four active commitments. And again, they're uh, your physical health, uh, where you're at spiritually, where you're at with your relationships, and then where you're at with your passions. I really want you to focus in on those and uh, kind of like I did, and you might have a different way of doing this, but write down you know, an overarching goal that you'd like to aspire to this year and uh, make a few bullet points, maybe three or four uh, active commitments that you can commit to on a weekly basis to get there. And you'll find that once you get in the habit of doing it and you're thinking about it and you're checking that in with somebody yourself, on a weekly basis, you're going to really start to see some progress. And why I did this whole episode and why I think about keeping it simple is if I didn't do that 10 the year, if I didn't get in my act together and get that article out about active commitments, have that discussion about active commitments again with my mentor, I'd still think like, um, you know, I'd, I'd be in a, in a negative place, you know, right now, if I didn't take that chance to invest more in myself, to become more organized with, you know, where I want my life to go in these four aspects so that I can have a complete recovery, you know, with, without doing that, you know, I, I think like we can really get lost. Sometimes we can really get lost in life because life just moves so fast all the time. It doesn't really slow down. And uh, that's really what I wanted to end on today is Keep it simple. Focus on these four aspects of your life, physical health, spiritual health, relational health, and where your passions are. Find a way to check this in on a weekly basis. And you'll find that you're going to have a really strong start to this year for your recovery and your recovery is incredibly important it's at your core if you've been struggling with this for a while you know this is something that you want to get out of your life i know i do and it's not like this one magic bullet it's constant it's every day it's a lifestyle but don't let that daunt you because if you keep it simple and you focus on things that you love and people you love, and uh, if you do believe in God, your creator, and you focus on your temple, your health, 
you're going to find that the urges, the temptations are going to start to dissipate and your recovery is going to be something that's longer lasting, something that's more sustainable. It's going to be a bedrock for you. So that being said, all uh, again, you can find me, Porn uh, Free Millennial, on Substack. Uh, and then I have podcasts on Apple and Spotify. My YouTube channel has been lacking a little bit of late, so I need to update that. I also have a TikTok as well. So there's a lot of things, uh, a lot of irons in the fire. And then, uh, yeah, if you want to follow me, just normal life. Uh, my YouTube channel is Colorado Mac. And, uh, yeah, just posted a little bit of a, a passion project there called Sweet Solitude. And uh, that could also maybe inspire you to go on another adventure. With that being said, everybody, uh, Happy New Year. And as always, keep fighting the good fight. Talk to y'all later. Bye.